Hey, what is up, Deep Divers? Steve Edelman here, host of the Deep Gripping Reality. Today's episode is really, really cool. I think you're going to dig it a lot. If you have anything to do with your content marketing strategy, um, whether it's on social media, but especially if you write blogs or are thinking about writing blogs, um, this is a great, great episode for you. So stay tuned. I think you're going to be really, really happy with the content today. Having or being a good content writer has so much value in the digital world, in establishing um, authority and uh, credibility, uh, in just building content with real value. So I was writing this blog for my um, for the company I work for, and I realized this would make a really, really interesting uh, podcast. So I'm going to literally read the blog to you. I hope that uh, is okay. I know a lot of you are cringing, but I promise I'm, I'm pretty good at reading a script. I've written many of them back in the day when I was a telemarketing guy. So basically today we're going to talk about how to write so that both readers and Google love you. The majority of this is, is going to be about writing blog posts, but almost all of the concepts also apply to social media and digital posts and work really well on LinkedIn articles. So writing content, uh, copyright for your content marketing strategy is about more than just posting valuable blogs. I mean, blogs are a fantastic, fantastic way to uh, ensure that your website has fresh content and, um, you know, to help you get known. Um, and also, they're, they're known to help boost and maintain search engine optimization. Uh, Blogs are not, however, the end of your copywriting journey if you want to be successful in your content marketing strategy. Having a skillful and knowledgeable copywriter on staff can be a really great way to ensure that your message hits the market. If you don't have one, or you feel like you're not one of the best writers, or you're kind of afraid and not sure where to start, I'm hoping that today's today's podcast will help with that, but also one step further than that, um, you can always hire a freelance writer or a firm that can help with copywriting. Now, if you're ready to seriously tackle writing uh, blogs, articles, content writing, and you're not sure where to start, I've got you covered. Um, After years of painful studying, research, trial and error, rigorous testing, and analysis, um, I found what I think are 10 proven ways to boost engagement, um, clicks, and command that ever-valuable attention um, of both readers and Google alike. As I've said in past past, uh, uh, podcasts, attention is currency. So number one, start with the end in mind. It's important to have a clear plan because it helps you stray too far off the subject and it really helps improve the overall flow of the content. Um, First, get everything out on paper. Write out a bullet-pointed outline of what you want to say. I mean, it doesn't really matter if it doesn't make sense at first. You'll get there. The idea is to let the free flow of information happen. The reason it matters is because sometimes the best ideas come from the wildest brainstorms. People read what you write because they value, they want to find value in your perspective, and they find that perspective valuable. So often a bullet-pointed list of items that you want to cover can help you keep your mind flowing and uncover a a unique perspective that others may not have even considered. Um, 
I found that setting goals, number two is setting goals. Regardless of the platform, everything you publish online should have a purpose. Set a clear goal um, or have a purpose in mind with at least one measurable KPI, key performance indicator, to show the best return on investment. Um, what are you trying to post? I mean, common posts include, like, what's, what are you trying to do with your post? Common goals include uh, boosting brand awareness, which you can measure by monitoring traffic for blogs or engagement impressions on social media. Um, increasing leads and sales. A strong call to action is a really good way to, to ensure that that happens. Um, building value. Now, that should be the goal of just about everything you write. Um, and establishing and maintaining um, industry credibility and expertise. If if you do content marketing and content writing correctly, that's going to be the end result of, of anything you write. Um, another goal would be driving traffic, and really what you want there is to know where you want to drive traffic. Do you want to drive them to a contact us form? Do you want to drive them back to your blog? Do you want to drive them to, you know, uh, your social media? What What's the point? Um, if it doesn't have a point, then it shouldn't be online. Now, the reason that this helps is you can't track what you can't measure, and you can't measure what you can't quantify. So having a clear intention and identifying the KPIs early to watch out for will help your future self uh, avoid mistakes and repeat successes. So when you, if you write something and, and all of a sudden it's viral, the last thing you want to do is wonder why it went viral. It could just be a fluke, but it could be something very specific um, that you did with that. So you know, knowing the KPIs and figuring out what it is that, that is the strategy behind it helps. Number three is to research before you write. Um, once you know what you want to write about, do your research. As writers, we tend to write what we know about, right? They say writers write what they know, but no one knows everything. So make sure that, that you take the time to do your research and keep track of your sources because citing sources helps with credibility. Um, don't stop at researching the topic. Understand how to manipulate Google to work in your favor. So it's a different type of research. You want to research Google keywords that are relevant to your subject and include them organically throughout your post, not just in your headline or in your meta tags, but really all throughout, sprinkle it like uh, seasoning all throughout your post. It helps the Google algorithms to uh, help readers to find you. So I thought that, would, that this would be a good time to talk a little bit about what the, the, the mystery behind the magical Google algorithm is um, and what Google algorithms consider when deciding what to suggest. Um, Google has at least 200 factors that it considers when ranking content. Um, that's, a, that's a lot of things to consider and it's a lot of things for a content marketer or a copywriter to keep track of. Um, Google's goal their stated goal is to help users find the most accurate information that they seek as soon as as fast as possible. Um, interestingly enough, this is a little side off, but in order for Google to con uh, to go in order for Google to consider a post to be recognized as a blog post, it has to be at least 300 words. Um, less than that, it's not considered a blog, even if it's 2.99. However, you don't want to go crazy. Studies show that the ideal length of a blog post is um, about 1,600 words for maximum engagement or about seven minutes to read. Um, the length of the blog also uh, has an impact on overall um, social reach and virality. Um, in fact, a quote from Forbes here, posts which contain more than 1,500 words gained 68.1% uh, more tweets and 22.6 more Facebook likes. That's, that's a study that was on Forbes.com. 
to analyze data and help Google reach their goal, um, they are known to use five different algorithms. They're next generations of previous algorithms that all build off each other. And it's funny, all the, all the algorithms have cute names too. Um, specifically, they're Panda, Penguin, Hummingbird, Pigeon, and Fred. Um, that's the order that they came out. I don't know why Fred, and I'm sure that's a, there's a lot of blog posts about that, so you should check it out. Um, I was reading an article on neilpatel.com uh, by Matt Cutts, and he says the word algorithm refers to logic-based step-by-step procedure for solving a particular problem. That's an old data analysis um, thing as well, and that's what Google does: is they they use logic-based, meaning you know there's there's rules for it to follow, but it's a step-by-step procedure for solving a problem. And in this is, in this case, the problem is making sure that the best content is getting referred. So ultimately, the algorithms analyze three main themes when they're deciding where to infer, to refer inquirers. The first one is a deep, meaningful message. Uh, you don't want to have anything superficial. You want to make sure that you're, you're leaving an impact. Um, the second one is completely comprehensive content. I know that sounds redundant, but it's it's not. You, it can't be a superficial thing. Short blog posts have their purpose, but they're not going to do as well, and they're definitely not going to be recommended as well. You want to have an in-depth, completely comprehensive coverage. In fact, that's a good rule for almost everything. So completely comprehensive content is a really, really big deal because you want to make sure that you're covering everything as thoroughly as possible. Um, again, short posts have their have their meaning and their purpose behind them, but you know you really want to do the best you can. And in fact, what that does is that helps with the third thing that Google looks for, which is an authoritative voice. They want to know that you know what you're talking about. And in a minute, I'll talk a little bit about cross-linking, but the authoritative side of things is really important. So number four is that you want to strategize um, for the audience experience, okay? Um, what I mean by that, no matter what the subject is, long posts, um, uh, like the article that I'm actually, that I wrote, they can get users fatigued, um, they get eye fatigue, they lose interest before they even start. So to help avoid that, there's several things you can do. First, have a clear introduction, a body, and a conclusion in mind. It's a basic form of writing. It lets people know what to expect, brings them to a satisfying conclusion all in one. You also want to visually break up content into vis- visually digestible bites. Um, it can be done with bullet points, video content, pictures, lists, whatever. In fact, when we're talking about lists, Google wants to answer questions and will often use lists to find the answer fastest. So including them is a really good way to boost potential organic SEO. Um, keep paragraphs under five lines whenever possible. The reason for that is that it, even if it's... Um, even if it's a super long post, when it's broken up like that, it doesn't seem overwhelming. And then use the power of three. Um, science has proven that, that the human mind is conditioned to love th- love things in three. I mean, think about it. Think about, you know, the, the old quote, um, faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love, right? That's an old quote, it's in threes. Um, stop, drop, and roll, right? All throughout your life, you're going to find all kinds of different um, threes that are ways that we remember things. It's why uh, in the United States, threes or fours. So in the United States, we break up phone numbers by three digits, three digits, four digits. And our social security number is um, three, two, three. So it's, it's this breaking things up in smaller chunks, especially threes, is a really good way to make things stick out. And number five, the last one here, is the KISS method. It's like my dad always used to say, keep it simple, Steve. 
Maybe he said Steve. He could have said stupid. I don't remember. But regardless, your audience is smart. Never forget who you're writing for, who you're recording for, who your target audience is, and the value that you're trying to provide. Um, if you can keep your content simple, you can respect their time and help them get, like, really fully get the most out of your message. There's a few simple things that you can do to take your blog entry or social post to the next level. Um, remember that you're writing for humans. Um, people like things, um, people, sorry, people appreciate things like effective humor where it's appropriate. It helps ease the tension, draw them back in. Um, number two, the, the second part here is, Use both internal and external crosslinks. This is more a technical thing, but it helps the audience to learn more. Directing them to past articles or other pages on your website or services or products that they might find helpful or that you're referencing to helps support your point and help them understand what to do next. And external links um, show that you're not biased, you're not selfish, you have their overall best interest in mind. And uh, you know, a side note to that, I keep coming back to the Google side of it. Um, it also helps Google with SEO because Google loves things that keep people on your website and increase the amount of time they spend there with content while also they like linking to other things. Um, use custom images. People love a unique experience. Nobody wants to see the same thing repeatedly. Um, having a custom image helps to underline the unique perspective that you're bringing and just add just a little bit more value, um, including like a header banner. Um, make sure it looks good if it's shared across the social media. You'll notice that for each of my um, each of my podcast posts, each of my my shows, there's a different image. There's only one or two, I think, that have the same image, and it's it's because one of them was a two-parter. It was a longer show, and the other one was uh, because it was an extra. So I've decided as part of my branding, if I do an extra episode that's like super short, then I'm not going to create a custom image for it so that people understand they can skip this. It's not super important. Um, and then finally, don't forget a call to action. You want to help your readers understand what to do with the information you just provided. So a in conclusion here, a copywriter who crafts a deep, comprehensive, authoritative content piece is vital to the success of any content marketing strategy. By understanding the reader's mindset and the goals and providing them with the best answers possible, not only do we add value, we build brand equity and we leave our readers wanting more. If you're not sure how to do it, even after everything I've just said, that's okay. It's a lot to consider. So consider hiring somebody to do it for you. But if you're going to do that, when you're considering hiring a copywriter, make sure that you sample their work. Not only like their own personal blog, but like go like ask them for content that they've created for other companies, especially competitors or similar to you. If you like their style, give them a shot at writing for content for you, but don't just let them post it directly, obviously. You want to look it over, you want to edit it. It's your own message, even if you have a ghostwriter in there being your voice. The growth of creating content that is smart and well thought out and strategized is mind-boggling. It's such a great potential that you don't want to miss keeping content fresh on your website and making Google want to recommend you. So again, if you've enjoyed this podcast, if you found it valuable, if it's been helpful, do me a favor. Um, subscribe to this uh, to the podcast. Share it with your friends. Let people know. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm on social media under um, TDGR Podcast. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on um, on Twitter, I'm on uh, um, Instagram, I'm even on TikTok. So feel free to reach out um, or anywhere the podcast can be found. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Deep Gripping Reality. And until next time, dig deep, my friends.